We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ward Studio here with you today. We are uh, going to talk a little basketball, most ranked in the USA Today coaches poll for the first time since 2019. Got a couple other sports tidbits, and then we're going to go into the Shohei Otani situation a little bit. Him signing with the uh, Dodgers on quite the uh, creative contract, the media that covered it, and much more here coming up on today's show. Always some portaling conversation probably will work its way into our uh, time with you this morning as well. Ole Miss appears to be uh, poised for a couple commits here uh, in the uh, near, near future. So all that stuff and more coming up. All MPW Digital Podcast presented by Twisted T. And then the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West and Oxford. Blue Sky locations up and down I-55. They're out North Mississippi as well, over the Tupelo area and uh, and plenty more. Lunch specials, 569, couple sides, bread, any size fountain drink. Get the beer cave there locally in Oxford. Head in, stock up on any uh, alcohol you need for the weekend and more. Again, that is the, the Oxford Exxon here and coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Just right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. Uh, the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. You get great service, uh, great products, obviously. And uh, Corey and the people at Clark Ford, they want a long-term relationship. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guests join on the Campbell Clinic hotline. The uh, Campbell Clinic is in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. The Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care. Everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To uh, book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
I don't know, and you're going to have a different opinion because I think you are uh, just ready for five days or six days or whatever it is from now for uh, this thing to start getting uh, nine days, nine days nine for days. this to uh, to. I mean, not that anyway's counting, but nine days, one hour, and about fifty forty three minutes. <laughs> but the somewhat comedy, somewhat uh, fun, somewhat infuriating uh, part of the portal situation to where this morning the message board. Uh, dissecting Lane's tweet on all the possible backhanded meanings of him simply putting a photo up of um, Portal Reloaded, thinking in four dimensions, but there's a blue O and there's an orange O, and what does that might mean, and does the four mean something, and all this. I mean, we, we, we're we're in peak Portal mode at rebelgrove.com right now. I mean, it is it is up, turned all the way up, the bullet top of the list right now with, uh, with the interactions and the, the thought that is going into all the... Uh, Interpretations not, of see. things on the uh, okay. on on the internet machine this morning. Thinking in four dimensions, he says. Yeah. Does that mean Judkins? Does that mean somebody else? Does this mean Princely? Does this mean somebody like? Does the orange and blue mean something? Is that a is that a Florida? Princely wore number one, right? No one wore number four. Did no one wear four, or he I, wear five? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. The top of that tweet, a uh, tags Ole Miss football says. Fishing, fishing in next 48, meaning hours, I would assume. I, I, I would guess hours. I mean, Lane sometimes has meanings in things he tweets out. We're also giving him a lot of credit if we build uh, five or six meanings into that photo. I mean, we are. Yeah, it's more than I I'm, mean, we're, we're, we're getting in some chess grandmaster stuff at that point that I'm not quite sure. Um, it's more than I'm willing to do at this point. Orange and blue could mean they're beating out Auburn for the offensive lineman from Southern Miss. I mean, don't tell me he's not above being petty. Oh, no. I, if you told me that there is any indirect meaning in this beyond just simply portal reloaded, meaning they're dominating the portal again and it's fishing. You know what I mean? I mean, on, yeah. on a base structure, it just means, hey, we're back in portal season. It's going well. Things are trending up for the Rebels. But if you told me that there was an extra meaning in it, I would think it would be color-related, I think, beyond the thinking in four dimensions part. Will anyone ask him today at the press conference? It's not going to be exactly the greatest setting for it with Keith Carter and Gary Stoke in there also. I don't I don't know because we don't really stick to the topics very well anyway, so that's possible. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't have a whole lot to yeah. ask him about what are you looking forward to in Atlanta, how excited are you to be able to the Peach Bowl? I mean, we're going to cover. Everyone's going to be so excited, so very excited. Now, G- Gary's going to go through the backhand dealings, the way they maneuvered with the Cotton Bowl mm-hmm. for next year. I mean, basically traded some picks, did some things. Mm-hmm. Got on the phone with Sankey at the eleventh hour. Going to be embedded with the Peach Bowl's decision to take the Rebels and the Nittany Lions. I feel safe to say that will not occur. Avery uh, Mallet telling us in the uh, stream, it's the video game portal. The game involves two characters that shoot blue and orange portals. Okay. Just a coincidence, they believe, with the colors. So they, they're taking Lane very face value that he's simply saying, hey, portal reloading, reloading on the portal. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's where we're at. It's been a long, speaking of the message board, I didn't know I was going to use them for content today, but we are. 
I, uh, you know, our long-standing argument about how to use analytics when you're down two touchdowns uh, took a took a bite the other way last night. Did you watch the end of the Titans game? I didn't watch one down of the Titans game. Did you see what happened in the Titans I game? Did not. All right, Titans down uh, 14 points with about three and a half minutes to go. Okay. Okay. They score. They cut it to eight. They go for two. They get it. They okay. cut it to six. They get the ball back. They score again, and they win by one. 28-27, beating the Miami Dolphins last oh, night. Okay. So the whole 14 down, go for two when you score the first touchdown. Uh, got a feather in its cap last night. It worked for the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I've always seen how. Because it, analytically, you're fairly even to get one of the two two-point conversions. And if you get the first one, you can win the game with the extra okay. point afterward. What I, I, I think I'm probably being a little bit of you and being contrarian here. I don't really understand how it's even an argument because your goal is not to go to overtime. Your goal is to win the game. Mm-hmm. If you go to overtime, you're still 50-50. And... I know a lot of people disagree with this, and I make people really well, angry. And in with the this. NFL, you might not even be 50 50 because if you lose the coin toss. Right. But in general, somebody wins, right, so right, it's 50 right. 50. Sure. But, and I said, I know that I make people rationally angry with this, but you can't really fight math. Like, just because something doesn't work one time mm-hmm. or it is weird, because, you know, there's a lot of argument that, no, 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 you have to just stay in the game. Why do you have to stay in the game? The goal is not to stay in the like, game. Well, if you don't get it, game. you're out of the game. But no. The goal was to win the game. Yeah, I mean, because you still have to do that later, too. Mm-hmm. And with two-point conversion, especially in the college game, you know you're going to get into those in overtime most likely as well. So go ahead and run your best one. Yeah. If you have one two-point conversion, let's go ahead and see that bad boy. I don't want to have to run my third two-point conversion. You know the, I mean? Okay, at the risk of pissing off a lot of people. Yeah, sure. All right. Not everybody's equally smart <laughs> and the people who stubbornly don't get that typically are not the smartest people i'm just being honest i'm just i'm, I'm just keeping it totally real the people that get it understand probabilities you're you, like when you build a team you build a team you you build a game plan based on probabilities it doesn't mean that it's going to be 100 percent right it means that it's likely to be right or that most of it is likely to be right analytically. You study, for example, you study, or here's a good example. You study um, what a pitcher throws ahead one, two, mm-hmm. okay? And you find that 82% of the time ahead one, two he throws a slider out of the zone. Okay? Okay, sure. At the plate, you go, okay, 82% chance. And so you sit on slider. He throws a fastball in or half, and you just you can't pull the trigger on it. It doesn't mean your approach was bad. It means he tricked you. He got you. But 82% of the time, if you spit, if you spit on that slider, you get him to 2-2. Yeah. And at 2-2... 77% of the time, he throws a fastball. You sit on fastball, you hit a double Suddenly, into the left center yeah, field gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the right approach. And our sample sizes are small here because here's the thing. When you're down 14 in the fourth quarter, you typically don't win the game. So the sample size of, hey, that didn't work. Well, no, because you were down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and typically you don't come back and get those. 
It, it, it's and, and now look, I do agree too. I think Lane has struggled with this at times. He's gotten better at it. The way a game is flowing changes analytics because not everybody is team A, team B exactly even to run these things. Right. You have to factor those things in. Of course. But in this scenario, I don't think that matters quite as much because you still have to get the stop and then get the ball back and drive the field either way. We're Mm -hmm. literally just talking about two finite decisions inside the larger picture of all the things that have to happen on both sides of it. I mean, look, I think in five years it's commonplace and we're not even having this discussion. With a lot of things, it's just as more coaches do it and it becomes where, let's be honest, they're not scared to get griped at in the media or for fans to yell at them or to yeah. do something that's a little off kilter. Um, I mean, Ole Miss fans have had to learn that with Lane in a lot of ways. They yeah. don't raise hell as much when yeah. he doesn't get a fourth down or does something weird. I mean, occasionally, but not, not as often. Do you know how few coaches in that Arkansas game down three, 12 minutes to go, fourth and one at your own 34. And it was a long one, by the way. It was. How many coaches would have said, nah, you know what, I better punt here? Because of the the fear of, of backlash. If you go for it, don't get it. They score again, win the game. And it's over right there. Yeah. Because that's back to just stay in the game. Just, 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 just stay in hey, the game. Hey, you know, they haven't been moving the ball much. They moved it just a minute ago, but they haven't been moving it much. Let's punt. Let's punt. Let's, let's, let's get it back. Let's do it. Let's, we got time. He never even hesitated because analytically it said, go for it. So he went. And had they not got, had he not gotten it and had they lost the game, he would have said analytics said to go for it there. And the people who don't get that would have lost their minds. It's one of the reasons why we're gonna we're gonna get into some outdated concepts of game control because you get favored when you're playing as an underdog for just staying in the game, but the point's not to stay in the game. The point's to win the game. Lane is more comfortable getting blown out trying to win than just going. Ah, I lost by ten. Of course, I was never in the game. But of course, sure. Let's 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 do that. Of course, it's fine. I mean, an L's an L. W is a W. Nobody goes back and goes, well, that win over Louisiana Monroe was kind of dirty at times. Nah, nah, it's just a win. Nobody ever mentioned it again. Mm -mm. Just a win. Yeah, it was very ugly in the first half. I mean, I'll give you another example. Let's say Ole Miss basketball goes 10-8 and in league play. Okay? The committee is not going to go back to those games and go, well, you know, Alabama State, you know – Sam Houston State, you know, UCF, no, they're not. They're not going to do that. Just gonna, those are wins. Those are quad two wins, quad three wins. They're what, whatever wins. They're wins. Yeah, they're wins. You won or you lost. They're just wins. So it doesn't really matter, all that stuff. So you play to win the game. The big brain, though, as you get into it, is don't just go by the book. Figure out the other parts that then mm-hmm. change the math. Well, he's done some of that. Not to defend Lane, but Lane doesn't always go by the book. There have been a few times where the book said go for it, and he's like, ah, we're not doing we're, Let's punt. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel right. Know your team. Know your opponent. Know the game. Know the feel. I think what happened like in that Arkansas game, for an example, I think because it's a good example. I think he went for it because he actually felt like they were losing momentum right there. 
There was probably a concern on. Didn't his, want it to get away from him. Hey, what if we punted here and they put together another successful drive and run clock and just and they take six minutes off the clock and suddenly they're up ten points with five minutes left and we're in deep trouble. And now you're in trouble because you're not your your quarterback's not healthy. He got hurt early in that game. You're not. You don't really have a lot of juice. You you'd spent the juice a week earlier against uh, LSU. You're. you're you're, you're you're in the mud a little bit. Let's 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 not do this. Let's let's go. Let's not put the defense back on the field right here, if we can help it. And he might have thought, you know what? If we give them the ball back right now, whether we give them back to them at our thirty-four or their thirty-four, I'm afraid they're going to score. Let's get the first down. Mm-hmm. So I do think there was more to it than just the book says go. Let's go. Yeah, he's not merely just pulling out the calculator. I mean, the thing going, okay, cool. It says 48% versus 44%. Let's move. Yeah, but, no, I, th- I think it goes deeper than that. And I'm not I, I'm not picking on the message board. I guess my point in all that was I think that game last night was good for football's collective thought to see it work. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where we start moving toward, hey, no, that's just the way that – because, I mean, 10 years ago, guy get fired for that. They go, yeah. hold on a minute. You didn't kick the extra point to be down seven? Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because if you if you don't get it and then you you don't get the next one. Don't get the next one. Now you lose by two and someone goes, if you just kicked two extra points, you would have gone to overtime. And and, and the coach's answer is well, I wasn't shooting for overtime. I was trying to win the game. Yeah. And their head blows off because <laughs> Tom Landry would have never. Yeah, if you just do the thing that everybody expects you to do, you don't get griped at even if you lose and you you move on to that point. So, yeah, I just thought it's interesting. Uh, other game last night, by the way, the Giants beat the Packers. So, they had two upsets last oh, yeah? night in the NFL. Yeah. Tommy DeVito won three in a row. How about that? The Packers have been playing really well. They've been good the last couple of weeks. Packers six and seven, Giants five and eight. Giants one game out of a wild card spot right now, Mr. McCready. I'll get to the NFL playoff situation later. How about that? A lot of teams in that. 500-ish spot. It's it's a it's a it's a rough spot there in the NFL right now. But yeah, Giants 24, Packers 22 last night. And then as I uh, mentioned, Titans 28, Dolphins 27. Derrick Henry scoring the touchdown to complete the comeback in the win over uh over Miami that just did not play well. Was that in Miami? Uh yes, it was. Okay. That is correct. Yep, Tennessee at Miami. Dolphins wearing their uh, their green jerseys. Turquoise or green? Turquoise, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Blue, green, turquoise. I don't know. That Miami color. Well, we just opened the show talking about colors, so I, colors matter. Sorry. It's like the Eagles should always wear the Kelly Green uniforms. Yes. I want what Randall Cunningham wore. I want you to put that on and wear that. Yes. I don't think we've discussed this, so I'm, I promise I'm going to move on. But it's just a Wednesday and mid or Tuesday and mid December. I was going to say today's Tuesday. Yeah, isn't it? Bad. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. God knows what we talk about tomorrow. Uh, where do you fall on who should wear the Oiler stuff? Been a lot of been a lot of blowback on this. Who owns that uniform in your mind? Well, I mean, technically, the Titans. The Titans own it because that's it was their, their franchise. franchise. They changed the name. I get why Houston is annoyed. The city is annoyed and and bugged by it. It would bug me too. But if it really bugged them, what they could have done when they got the Texans is they could have called themselves the Oilers. 
and like the Browns and yeah. Ravens and worked it and out. Worked it out. Something tells me the Titans weren't going to fight him over that. Okay, from a record standpoint in Browns Ravens, the Ravens own all the Browns old records. The Browns are an expansion team again. I went to ULM. Okay. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm asking? I mean, I do. I, I, I don't. Did they forfeit their history, or are the Browns technically Browns to Ravens, and then the Browns are an expansion team? Yeah, it's that. Okay. So the Ravens still own all the old Browns records, even though yeah. they are the, rec- the Ravens and the other team is the Browns. Maybe they both kind of own them, and nobody really cares. Well, it's got to be in somebody's fact book they give out to the media. Or, sorry, there's digital copies. We don't print things anymore. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You don't know the answer to this? So, like, Jim Brown's numbers belong to the Ravens? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I think what you do is you, have, you have an old Cleveland Browns, you have a new Baltimore Ravens, and you have a new Cleveland Browns. Okay, Ben says NFL gave the Browns all the old Browns records. Okay. okay. So the Ravens are the expansion team, even though the ownership moved them sure. from Cleveland to Baltimore. And I'm, and I'm good with that, too. And In fact, I'm better with that. That's a little easier for my brain to handle right now. Ginger defending her Titans says they didn't get to keep the Oilers. They moved for a reason. We claim Warren Moon, too. Okay. <laughs> Man, when I was a little boy, when I was a little boy, I loved the Houston Oilers. Dan Pastorini. Earl Campbell and Robert Brazil and Billy White Shoes Johnson, Mike Barber. They were so close. So and Mike Renfro was he got both feet in, by the way. They should have beaten the Steelers. They should have gotten there. Had we had a replay? Oh yeah. Back then. Oh, replay's in. Touchdown. You were more than happy to not pull for the Cowboys and find another another yeah, outlet for I your, didn't like the Cowboys. And I I've just never have. And when Not everybody did. It was like there was a lot of Steelers fans. Terry Bradshaw was the quarterback of the Steelers. He played at Louisiana Tech. I was kind of a Colts fan. Burt Jones was the quarterback of the Colts. He's from mm-hmm. Ruston. You'd see Burt around. Do have a nickname? The Ruston Rifle. Oh, was it the Ruston mm-hmm. Rifle? What's the, what's the nickname for the basketball player? He's the same one. Scotty Thurman took yeah. the same nickname. Oh, come on. Are you serious? I mean, you go find Hold on a minute. Them. They have the same nickname? Yep. Because I thought Scotty Thurman was the Rustin Rifle. I thought that was a well, thing. He, he took it himself. I'm not sure Scotty was aware of Burt. There was a little age gap there. Pick a different piece of artillery. I just don't think he was. We a, can still be illiterate. I don't. I mean, we, alliteration, not illiterate. Sorry. Well, it's Rustin. We can be okay. illiterate, too. <laughs> sorry. I mean, it is North Louisiana. Congratulations to your Bearcats, by the I way. Know. They won a state title. First one since 1990. So is that a couple years after you left? Mm-hmm. Yep. Took a while to get over that. When when a dynasty leaves and you have to rebuild, sometimes it takes 50 years. Or in this case, 40 years. Do the Thunder own the, C- the Sonic stuff? I would assume. I'm asking you questions that you I, don't care about at all. Sorry. I don't I'm, know I'm, that anybody. I don't know why I'm fascinated with this. I don't know that anybody at Oklahoma City is obsessed with what happened in the Jack Sigma era, but sure. Can the Thunder make the finals if the NBA isn't rigged? Grind asked. No, I don't think we're ready for that. I don't, rigged? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Why would it be rigged? 
Mm, I mean, you know. NBA likes to get certain teams into certain places. Okay. Fair enough. But no, I don't I don't think they're quite there. I think they could make the I think they could make the Western Conference semifinals. Okay. Which would be pretty heady stuff for a team as young as the Thunder are. Yeah, sure, of course. I mean it look a lot like when they but kind like, of emerged. Well, like last night they played a bad jazz team and just beat the hell out of them. Just just destroyed them. Did what great teams do against bad teams. Just beat the living hell out of them. That's what you watched? I did. And I was working on recruiting. So it was in the background. My phone rang a lot. Did it? Yeah, and I'm just way behind. Like the kid from Indiana, I had no idea. I was on the phone with a source talking about that, and they go, hey, this kid from Indiana just committed. And I was like, who's that? I mean, there's too many kids. It's It's just too much. Because again... And I'm gonna get Did anybody on. else have that? By the way, anybody else was anybody else ahead? Of I don't that? think anybody like three days ago. Let me tell you, Louis Moore. Okay, uh, no, no, no. I mean, that's my point. Is we've it is the thing we have to step back and give media grace in this situation, not the Otani situation in some ways, and then understand what's going on. Remember, they're calling every kid. So if a kid goes, "Yeah, I'm really interested," this thing moves in a way that is not. You would need a a, a database of. 400 kids and understand them off the top of your head. And that's impossible Yeah, to go. Hey, maybe. And I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I was honest yesterday. because you didn't mention him or I didn't know about him. Didn't know. I'll be honest existed. with you. I'd never heard of him. <laughs> I'd watch big 10 football. <laughs> I was like, you know, I should put something together on this kid. I'm like, who is he? He had an ACL tear in 2020. Got over it. Long time wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Had to dive into some, uh, Indiana student newspaper stuff yesterday to, uh, to dig through some of that. Yeah, that was probably the Big Ten team that I watched the least. Oh. And when I watch Big Ten, I'm watching like for entertainment purposes only. I'm not You're studi- not scouting no, for next I'm season. I'm not like, hey, let me look at this linebacker right here. No, I'm yeah. just watching. Yeah. If you are watching for those things, you might need better help. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Holidays are coming up, and whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays or uh, however you define it, you need to give to yourself. It's a great time to do that. So whether you're starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. It's not the same for everybody. It's not a magical time for uh, everybody involved, depending on what's going on in your life. It's a great time to uh, try therapy again, talk to people who uh, don't have preconceived notions, not talking to family or friends that have their own emotions and thoughts that go into it. You could talk to somebody that's just there for you to help you through these processes. If you're thinking to give therapy a try, BetterHelp is an option entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to be your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MPW. I'll get some ads in a second. Mac attacks, right? All He says all his OKC buddies are locked in on their arena vote today. Today's a big day for that. It's city. getting passed, isn't it? I think so. Okay. But like it has... You have people who are just fundamentally opposed to taxation mm-hmm. who are going to vote against it. Yeah, sure. And like you, if you're Oklahoma City and you lose that team, you're never getting another oh, team. Oh, you're done. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't pass a new arena, you're not, they're not going to be there long. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you need stocking stuff for ideas, something for the boss or Secret Santa, 
Maybe you just want to treat your own feet. Take advantage of incredible savings with Dead Soxy's holiday 2023 sale. Head over to deadsoxy.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE. Score 33% off. Uh, stay Soxy from uh, the people at Dead Soxy. Uh, we're brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at TMHomes.com or uh, 662-567-2573. Uh, are you retiring soon? How long should you take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income uh, plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in uh, helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Uh, brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. Uh, if you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call uh, Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a uh, Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid, that's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D, um, to name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, some in Indiana, and more that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And if you're searching for some Peach Bowl gear for uh, the holidays, looking for a uh, gift for the Ole Miss fan in your life, the College Corner um, can help you out. It's collegecornerstore.com, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Oxford. Again, all of the latest, uh, all of the latest Peach Bowl gear as uh, Ole Miss gets ready to play Penn State in Atlanta on December the 30th. Podcast is brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. You can close to the end of 2023. So, if you make donations for tax purposes, the foundation will walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're focused on estate planning, you can also call the foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For information, 662-915-7159 or give to athletics.com. Remember, Peach Bowl tickets still on sale. You can get those at OleMissTicks.com. Speaking of Ole Miss basketball, ranked in the uh, top 25, again, for the first time since January 21st, 2019, when they were ranked uh, number 20 in both polls at uh, at that point. Um, Ole Miss undefeated through nine games for just a fourth time in program history, coming in at 25 in the coaches' poll yesterday. Um, in the AP poll, Ole Miss, uh, the second team out as far as uh, receiving votes, so I guess technically 27th there in the, uh, the coaches' poll. So, again, what does it really mean? Not much of anything, but it's an acknowledgement. It's uh, the progression of the program. The job that they have done early because had you um, had you said hey the second poll of December Ole Miss is going to be ranked I would have I would have sold that buy sell um, going into the season I wouldn't have wouldn't have put my money there on that one so no God no that they would be two spots ahead of A and M and Auburn in the rankings and four spots ahead of Alabama on and December, five ahead of Memphis on December the twelfth yeah not a chance in hell would I've signed <laughs> up for that. 
21 to 25 in the poll, Virginia 21, Texas 22, Wisconsin 23, Miami 24, Ole Miss 25. SEC teams in the top 25. You've got uh, Tennessee at 10, and you have Kentucky at 15. Those are the only two teams in the SEC ahead of Ole Miss um, in the uh, in the rankings at the at the moment. Crazy days. Crazy days. Arizona 1, Kansas 2, Houston 3, Purdue 4, UConn 5, Baylor 6, Marquette 7. I like watching Marquette play. For whatever reason, I find myself kind of drawn to them when I'm just catching college basketball from time to time. So. Uh, ESPN, this is more of a credit to Ole Miss and people expecting them to win a lot of games next year. Um, they put out an early 2024 Heisman watch list, and they had Jackson Dart number six on uh, on that list going into next season. Yeah. It means they think Ole Miss is going to win games. Mm-hmm. That is that is what that means. If you're the quarterback of a team in the playoff conversation, you are typically probably at least somewhat in the conversation. Yeah, for sure. So, just a just a note there. Um, That's about right. Milrow and Ewers were leading the. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, they did a hell of a job with Jalen Milrow. Where was uh, the quarterback from Georgia? Uh, third, or fourth. He was yeah. up there as well. Um, yeah. Uh, Drake May announces he's not playing in the bowl game. He's headed to uh, shocker. <laughs> I saw this at somewhere. this point. The, the shocking announcement is I've decided to play. Yeah, hold on, you're doing what? Is Jaden Daniels going to play LSU's game? Who are they playing? Um, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Doubtful, right? I mean, I wouldn't. I saw the stat, and I I should have written it down in my handy dandy notebook. I. There's a lot. There's an extremely large number of teams whose quarterbacks have opted out of the bowl game, where it's just backups and dudes playing. But unless you're in a spot where the coach, for some reason, thinks he needs to win a bowl game, isn't that preferred? Let's get a game of game, basically an exhibition for my starting quarterback next year. That's what I would want. If it's going to be my starting quarterback, or hey, God, he didn't handle that. I got to go to the portal. Yeah, like whoa! I, I'd that, like, that was that was not what I thought that was going to be when John Doe went out there and took some snaps. I mean, if I'm LSU, assuming Jaden's not coming back next season, let's give Nuss Myers the ball and see what happens. Not only the ball one day, let's give him the ball for two weeks and then the ball on game day, and let's see what we got. I mean, that's what I would be thinking. Yeah, I would think I'm. I'm with the Grizz. I, I think LSU would want us to play. Grind says Tennessee's favored by eight over Iowa at this point. So just a note, like I said, I I, I stumbled upon it and I went, oh, okay, that's worth noting. Uh, full SEC. We obviously know Ole Miss is outside of. I guess maybe whether the Egg Bowl is on Thanksgiving or Saturday. I've heard some talk that we're not a hundred percent sure, even though the calendar had Thanksgiving as the date on that. Um, but the schedule will be released tomorrow night for the entire SEC. ESPN yesterday leaked, which we already knew, Ole Miss and LSU's date. Um, <laughs> How do we know? Yeah, October 12th for that one. It's also the day that Tennessee plays Florida. We got that as well. So I will say when I saw ESPN win it, I went, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, check that one off. All good. <laughs> All right, Shohei Otani. Size uh, with the Dodgers. What? I'm going to set it up I'm for about you. to just get in a pissed off mood. Are you? I think this is the end of my baseball fandom. Can I think we, this is can, it. Can we clip that, please? Can I record? Can, producers, can we record that? Clip it? Put that over to the side? 
I mean, I got right. I have major issues with this. All right, so let's here. Here's the basics. Shohei Otani signs with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He signs a ten-year, seventy million dollar contract. Seven hundred million. Seven hundred. Sorry. And I'm and and right now I'm still good. I'm fine. I know. I'm getting there. I know. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking because mm-hmm. I agree with you. Of which, uh, sixty-eight million per year is going to be deferred to the ten years following the conclusion of this contract, meaning that his on-field compensation for the 10 years of the contract will be $2 million. And then the Dodgers hit from a payroll standpoint in the 10 years after that will be $68 million per year, 680 million total during that time period. It leads to a uh, tax hit of only 46 million, not 70 million per year for the Dodgers from a luxury tax standpoint. Otani is estimated to be making somewhere around $50 million per year off field, which made him want to go into this contract. Yeah, and, this and, is, and, and so he'll be able to retire, move someplace else, collect the money where it and won't not get pay taxed. California taxes. And, and I get it why he would want to do this. And I get it why the Dodgers would want to do this. Because the Dodgers are also banking on inflation continuing to increase, so technically you're paying less in 10 years mm-hmm. than you would be today. Because there's no interest on these payments. That is correct. Right. No interest. So... No, look, it is a... I get it for the Dodgers. I get it for Shohei. I do not get how Major League Baseball looks at this and goes, this is good. Oh, it's awful. No, if I'm other owners, I go, come the F. Well, and as a fan, right? So the word in baseball circles is that there's another pitcher out of Japan named Yoshinubi Yoshinubi, uh, Yamamoto. And I'm not sure I'm getting his first name completely correct. 25 years old. Uh, most baseball people think he's at worst a number two starter on a major league staff. At best, he's a Cy Young award winner. Okay, so he's a big time player. I think he's going to sign with the Dodgers. The Mets, are, the Mets are throwing a ton of money at him. I think the Dodgers are about to trade for Tyler Glass now, who is going oh. to make twenty five million dollars this year. So the Dodgers were able to manipulate this in a way that they're going to be able to build a super team. And so people like me who really like the NBA. Okay, so here's my example. I'm gonna this is gonna take me a minute. People say, why do people why is the NFL so successful? Well, the Pittsburgh Steelers can win the Super Bowl. The Carolina Panthers can get to the Super Bowl. I know that's laughable right now, but they've done it before. Yeah. The New Orleans Saints can win the Super Bowl. They've done it. I watched it. You did too. Mm-hmm. Uh the Indianapolis Colts can win the Super Bowl. The Cincinnati Bengals can win the Super Bowl. They've they've been to the Super Bowl, had a lead with two minutes left within the last three years. The Kansas City Chiefs can be the dominant team in the NFL. In baseball, the Royals have to pick a year to try to compete. The Marlins plan. The Marlins, yeah. the, the, The Pittsburgh Pirates realistically can't get to the World Series. The Cincinnati Reds, ditto. I cheer for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's an incredibly small market. If you draft correctly and you manage your team correctly, you can make a run. Sure. The Thunder, when they had Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, I know they never won a title and we get obsessed with titles. They had a window of of major competitiveness that lasted a decade. And now they're about to do it again. Mm -hmm. They're a competitive team again now. They rebuilt their roster, made some really good trades. If you're watching, if you're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan today, and you're watching this happen with the Los Angeles Dodgers, tell me how you're like. This is even why am I? Why am I doing this? Why am I invested in this? My team can't win. 
We do this with college all the time. What happens with fans if, if their team can't win? Do they, do they stay invested? Ole Miss fans are super invested right now. Why? Because they're winning football. Because they like the uniforms? That ain't it. No, they're winning a lot of games. That's it. That's reason number one, two, three, eight thousand four hundred and six. How invested would Ole Miss fans be today if instead of being ten and two, they were three and nine? Would we be talking a lot of portal today? I doubt it. Yeah, exiting portals what we'll be talking about. Yeah. There'd be there would would there be a, a lot of excitement today? Of course not. So if you're a Pirates fan, if you're a Reds fan, if you're a Brewers fan, hell, if you're a Cubs fan. I mean, I I consider myself a pretty pragmatic, realistic person, and I went from being excited about this offseason and the Cubs and stuff to going, hey, if it's me and I'm the Cubs, I think I just keep my powder dry. Yeah, I play the kids. I figure out what I got in a major market. So I just keep thinking Major League Baseball, and I realize this is a loophole, and, and, and the Dodgers did nothing wrong, but, man, the spirit of it is not good. Okay, I have, I, have a com- I have a couple comments, but one question first. Do they have a way around this being very crippling for those next 10 years? Can they manage it in a way where really it's not even a big deal sure. in 10 years? Well, I mean, he's going he's gonna to generate for the, for the club what? The, the the word around baseball was that he would generate around thirty to forty million dollars a year in revenue that you wouldn't get otherwise. Right. So they take that money, they put it in escrow, and that's what they used to pay off his contract. Okay, fair enough. I mean, honestly, the best analogy is probably college baseball. They're Vanderbilt. They get a completely different set of rules in yeah. the old game. Yeah. And you look up and go, Well, what the hell is supposed to do? They got twenty seven scholarships. Yeah. It's it's same equivalent. And so you look, got at, one dude, you look you go, at teams what? like Missouri who went, well, screw it. We're out. I don't blame the Dodgers. I don't blame Otani. But yes, it is It is a black mark on the sport as far as competitiveness and trying to manage that they're at all parity or equal in this. Now look, baseball might look at it and go, well, it's the Dodgers. It's one of the super high-profile clubs and if the Dodgers form a dynasty and go off on some run where they win six out of the next ten titles, it's great for the sport. The Yankees did it for a while, and it was great for the sport. People loved it. Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, all those guys were superstars. Superstars. All those guys were household names all over the place. And so maybe this is great for the sport. I'm, I'm talking about it. I'm trying to view this from like a fan's perspective, and I realize I'm not the most fanatical person, and so I'm not great at this. But I'm like, I don't know. I mean, okay. Here, why am I? Give me like if if I'm a Cubs fan now, and I'm like, okay, well, what am I? What are we doing? Like, the face of the franchise is Dansby Swanson. I'm not winning anything. Okay. Isn't it better for baseball if I actually don't win? If the Dodgers don't win, yeah. They did all this, and they still lost to the Braves or the Phillies or who the hell ever. Well, I mean, a lot because frankly, they still have pitching problems. And look, they got one hell of a three-headed monster. If they get Glass now and they get Yamamoto, I, mean, I, mean, I don't I, know that they have pitching problems any it. longer. Sure, because you still have Walker Bueller, and you still have you add a couple of quality arms to. As this. the Angels have shown us, Trout and Otani don't do it by themselves. No, but the Dodgers are I get better, no, I better designed to win. My argument, Angels. though, is that it's actually better for the game if they don't win. They did all this, and it didn't even complete oh, for sure. the title. 
I mean, at this point, like, sign me up for a Baltimore Orioles World Series. Mm -hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cardinals or Dodgers have to win one? Dodgers. <laughs> Tani can hold up the shirt. Whatever, I, I I wouldn't be dialed. I I would just he, you'd tell me the next morning. Hey, the Dodgers won, but uh, good. You would stay up watching. Probably not. I don't like so. Depending on who it was against. I mean, look, I, I get he wanted to go to the Dodgers. I don't have a problem with Shohei Otani going to the Dodgers. I thought he would go to the Dodgers. Most people thought he would go to the Dodgers. This contract though is not. It feels like you're cheating the system. Well, you are cheating the system. You're just doing it legally. And so when you do that, I don't know. Are people really that dialed in? Maybe nobody cares. Because he, the only reason why I'm a little like whatever on it and I'm not to your level is that there's not another player in baseball that can replicate this. So it is an anomaly. Yeah. There's not another player who goes, God, he's going to add $50 million to my overall budget. Oh, for sure. It's just not doable. No, no, he's a unicorn. So I'm like, okay, just... Now go lose. I'm not against you. I like you. You're fun to watch. You seem like a good dude, but eh. For the betterment of the game, go Braves. Like, see what happens at this point. Luke says, to be fair, the NBA has also been dominated primarily by big market dynasties. Mm. Is Golden State a big market? Top 15. Top 10. Right? Oakland, San Fran? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if that's a huge market. What other? I mean, the Lakers, but the Lakers historically have been, and I don't know that the Lakers have really dominated. They won one title since Kobe, right? They won the title in the lockout year, in the in the COVID year. They won in the bubble. Yeah, number ten, Northern California, tenth biggest media market. I mean, Milwaukee won a title. That's not a big market. Top 10 markets in the United States, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, Boston, D.C., 
San Fran, Oakland, San Jose. Yeah, like the guys pointed out in the thread, the Spurs Spurs had a kind of a dynasty. That's San Antonio is certainly not a big market. Thirty one. Yeah, I, I think the thing that makes the NFL the king, and the NFL is undisputably the king of sports. Why is it the king? Well, fantasy football, gambling, and the idea that your team can always, through the draft, become a contender. And there are only 17 games, and everyone feels bigger than playing 82 where it's a slog. Sure. But yeah, the sport, yeah. But if you feel like, hey, your team, like if you're a Texans fan, your team went from sucking to you have hope. You've got this franchise quarterback. You've got this this young coach who looks like he's the real deal, and you've got some pieces, and now you've got picks. If you're a Bears fan today, the Bears suck. But now they've maybe they have a quarterback. Maybe they don't. I don't know, but you're going to have the first pick. You're going to have all these conversations. You're going to have maybe the first pick and the fourth pick, whatever the case may be. Yeah, Ben's right here. NBA's player-based, NFL's coaching quarterback-based, and baseball's money, competence, and luck. Sure. Get to the end and kind of see what happens. I mean, baseball playoffs much more random than football playoffs. But, I mean, you'd have to really be unlucky if you're the Dodgers not to make a playoff run. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. I mean, like the Braves. The Braves did it the right way. Like, as much as I want to hate the Braves because they're the Braves and they're in the National League, I find it very, very difficult to hate them. They've done this in a, in a very creative way. Yeah, I don't – look, the opportunity was there. I don't blame the Dodgers. I just kind of wonder what it looks like moving forward. I mean, that that's kind of where this thing sits. And then there's the other part that you mentioned yesterday of if the, if a deal like this was ever on the table, then we did a lot of uh, – clamoring for nothing over the course of weeks. We'll get into that in a second after the break. First, GNM Pharmacy, Tyson Drugs, and Oxford and Holly Springs. They have their uh, high-dose flu shots for anyone who wants that extra extra level of protection, including uh, patients over 65 is what they recommend. Clinics typically give the standard dose to all patients, but 65 and over can get a high-dose flu shot from GNM. They also have their uh, RSV vaccine, who needs that protection they give vaccines by appointment which makes getting in and out super easily easy so just give them a call to schedule 662-236-2222 for g and m in oxford or 662-252-2321 for tyson drugs in holly springs when you work with argent wealth's 401k advisory services team you gain a valuable advisory team and time-saving resource that will help you develop and maintain a solid strategy for your retirement plan They're committed to providing you with the personalized attention and involvement that you want and need. Their goal is to help you manage your 401k plan properly and ultimately improve your employees' retirement readiness. Call Argent Wealth 401k Advisory Services team today. They can conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. Mention that you heard about Argent Wealth on the Oxford Exxon podcast and receive 10% off of your first year fees. We're brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Yeah, get in touch with John if you want a special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just give him some parameters, give him a budget, let him give you some options, and know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square, Opa, is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party, 
your fabulous uh, company dinner, your uh, festive party event. Uh, they have fabulous food, great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to 200 guests at OPA. So get in touch with Jeannie at um, OPA at, or at Rafters Food and on the Square, 601-421-7147. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialists can help. Uh, keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, you've got nothing to lose. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. And get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team are in your world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, phone controls, Network security and much more. Because the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. So how baseball media handled the Otani situation, a large uh topic in the uh in the sports world the last seventy two hours or so. Yeah. A lot of things here. Um yep. you saw social media overtake baseball writers in a way that it typically doesn't for this desire to be right and get all the likes and the favorites and the retweets and all the social media things that happen. Because I was thinking about this and I don't know that we do it I don't know if we do it in an acknowledging way, but I think it happens and I think it goes for a lot of our listeners and our and our and our people because most of you guys read and watch different sports. And I mean, as much as we kind of go at each other, you're pretty astute when it comes to the average sports fan because you you care and you're as invested in things we sort of expect baseball writers to be above the the fray if you will i don't know what causes that i wonder you know they because they always have been yeah and they have the best content because the sport gives itself to having the best content Mm -hmm. but they also are very talented people the really talented writers move toward baseball a lot of times because of that level of access and ability and it sort of is symbiotic in a way that Mm -hmm. that matches everybody in you know, what's happened here in this is even the ones that had developed reputations for being no, 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 you know, we're, we're, we're more hard line. They fell into something that resembled a college football coaching search. It looked very similar. It did. It looked very mm-hmm. similar to what it looks like when team sites and newspapers with young reporters and are doing this college football thing where everybody's so God to, Hey, there's a plane tracking and there's this and let's be right. And let's do all this stuff. And, you know, look, it's not ex- this is not forgiving the crap that happens in college football coaching searches. Are we making fun of putting Dana Holgerson in there? But I understand how that happened over time because frankly, fan sites, team sites, depending on who's running and that kind of thing, they've overtaken media, especially in the South and the way you guys take in your coverage. And a lot of people who started these sites, whatever go, they weren't journalism trained. They didn't, they, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't that standard for coverage or whatever in the same way. So I get how it has, it is adapted in that way. But when baseball does it and it's guys with this type of reputation and they do what they do, 
I understand how it happened, but it also showed you were one source. You were in such a hurry. You were in you were in competition with each other. And then when this plane thing happens, um, and I'll let you sort this in a minute. I'm just giving a couple quick okay. thoughts, and I'll let you go back. When the, right. when the plane thing happens, and everybody goes, "Oh God, there's a plane leaving." L.A. and it's headed to it's leaving Orange County, going yeah, to Toronto, going to Toronto, and it was the type of plane that Shohei Otani typically travels on. Recently, he traveled to Hawaii to see his girlfriend on a plane just like that one, maybe that exact plane. It wasn't that exact plane. Um, that plane uh, is owned by Robert Herchevek from Shark Tank, and he had been in. His wife is in Australia. He had been in California with his daughters and. They were late for the plane that morning. He had taken them by to get some food. Um, he got on the plane. He was trying to find coloring books and a bunch of stuff for his twin daughters on how to get them settled to Toronto, and he was tired. So he gets on the plane. He turns his phone off. He wakes up in Toronto, and Customs comes aboard his plane, which he said never happens in Toronto. Usually you do that online, and it's no big deal. And Customs comes on and goes, where is he? And Herchevet goes, who? It's just me, daughters, whatever. And they're like, Otani. And he has no idea. He isn't aware any of this is going on. He doesn't know that his plane has been tracked for the last day or whatnot. He made a joke that there's all these fans and all these photographers everywhere. He goes, did they not notice that the back of the plane on the fin had my initials with a big Shark Tank logo? Should that not have been a thought that I wasn't giving Otani a ride at this point in the uh, in the proceedings? So all this happened on a plane that for a month had just been sitting in Oakland because that's where Herchevek had left it when he had gone to Australia or wherever he was going for family matters or whatnot, it's that it's not even that, Hey, the plane was the same. I understand how you get down that road, but if you take that extra step, yeah. it was obvious that that is not Shohei Otani. And it's not, so what happened this that- isn't, it's, it's what I, I think, um, Sherman, the college football writer, I can't think of his first name on top of my head. He, he made this point. It's, Orange County and Toronto, two pretty metropolitan areas that planes go. This isn't his his you know comparison was hey when a plane leaves Starkville and goes to college you know College Park Maryland or what whatever okay we we can start doing whatever but this is two big places and it made no <laughs> sense it just it was a really really I understand you're frustrated for the the agent screwing the source or screwing the media member but this is a really bad mark here. it was bad no it was bad it was bad. Because at the end of the day, you can't get this wrong if you're John Morosi. Now, when the agency representing the player tells you that, yeah, he's on that plane. Oh, I get it. I get why you'd run with that. Because as Nightingale pointed out in a USA Today column, it was pretty well done. And I'm kind of all over the place on mm-hmm. Nightingale. But he was pointing out that agents are 99% of the sources on everything that baseball writers do. He, he was mentioning that it's so common for you to go, Hey, Tower glass now is being traded to the Red Sox, but for that reporter to have no idea who's doing the, who's the return because glass now's agent told him, Hey, my player is traded, but that agent has no freaking idea who's on the other side of that. Cause it doesn't affect him. So you'll have a deal get done where, one reporter breaks, hey, this player's in it. Another reporter breaks, hey, this is who's coming back. And then another reporter breaks, hey, here are the terms. And they just pass it all around. So there was no reason for that reporter, Morosi, to question it to that level because that's just simply how it works there in that industry at that point. So I understand that. 
Yeah, so you understand how. So what they did, I think, and I think this has been borne out, the agency was trying to get a little bit more out of the Dodgers. They were trying to get it to the finish line. And so they put out, and they used a Dodgers, a very popular Dodgers blog Mm-hmm. that covers the Dodgers. He goes to the games. He has a press credential, the whole deal. He was legitimate enough to get eyeballs. I mean, he covers the Dodgers as a as a living. That's what he does. And he put out on Friday morning that the Dodgers had been informed that Shohei Otani was going to Toronto. Yeah. And that Otani was on his way to Toronto. And at this time, people were tracking this plane. And at the time, it was a scheduled flight. The plane hadn't even taken off yet. Right. And then there was something in Toronto. One of the, one of the Blue Jays owners had rented out a very upscale Asian fusion place. Turns out it was for something totally different, but <laughs> he had, and people start connecting dots. Uh-huh. So at this point, it's still just blogs and stuff like that. And then Morosi, obviously frantically digging on this huge story, very clearly called one of the people at CAA, and they said, yeah, he's on the plane. Now, in hindsight, in hindsight, should he have done more digging? Should he have called the Otani people? Hey, are you on the plane? Otani doesn't talk to media. Yeah. You know, should he have called someone at Major League Base? I don't know what all he did, but he ran with the story in a tweet. And let's be real. It was in a desire to be first. And you and I have talked about this before. This is This is inside journalism stuff, but... There's nothing more thrilling than being first, first and right. right. Yes. I mean, God, it's like a <laughs> and rush. It's an adrenaline that you would only get from physical activity otherwise. Like, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, well, I mean, I've run marathons. Yeah. And that's more thrilling. Yeah. But there is nothing in the world worse, worse first than first and wrong. Oh, you're just. You're just done. And he's done. He'll never live it down. He'll never live it down. Every time he ever breaks a story from here on out, people go, oh, is Otani in Toronto yet? Has the plane landed? Because the internet's vicious. It's a vicious place. So he'll never live it down to the point that it, I think it will be the first line on his career obit when it's over. Mm-hmm. It is funny. It's how people outside journalism have no idea and think we're all idiots. But yeah, you'll, you'll break something and you basically stare at the computer and go, Come on, Bruce Ross. Come on, yeah. please, please. Yeah. Even when please. you know it's right, yeah, it's like, come on, come on. And then finally, it's like, it's like, okay. I mean, when I and it's like this. When I tweeted that Ole Miss and Kiffin were at the finish line, it was done. I mean, I was at Laura's Christmas party, and I sat there for like ten minutes by myself, just waiting. Come on, someone, anybody. someone, anybody, anyone, <laughs> get in the boat, please. Anybody from <laughs> Dodger Blue Insider want to help me out here? And then, you know, Feldman and Dellinger, yeah, yeah, those yeah. people jumped in. And, and I was like, went, oh, thank God. Yeah, okay. I can drink now. Yeah. But, yeah, it's that. It's it's. And people say, well, how does that happen? And here's the thing. And I've played the agent game a lot. 
And sometimes you know that an agent's misleading you. But you don't get often outright lied to. But you to. don't often get lied to to a yeah. point where, hey, you realize that if I write this, I'm screwed and I'm, if I'm wrong. Yeah. Like usually they'll play games with you, agents will, because that's just kind of part of the deal. But there's also comes a part of the deal where there's kind of a moment of truth. And in that moment of truth, you usually get some element of truth. Morosi's mistake, I think, was that he went with the Dodger insider guy and tried to further it. And obviously he came up wrong and he owned it, but I don't know. I felt bad for him because obviously he got lied to used. He did. He got used in a way that's very, yeah. Like I said, he followed a protocol that they follow every day for everything they do. And what it led to was the Dodgers brass met and they upped their offer and got it done. But the whole, hey, a decision is imminent, that came from his representation. Do you think he was ever considering Toronto hard? No. I think he was using the Blue Jays for more money. And I don't have a problem with that. That game gets played all the time, right? Mm -hmm. You want to get more money from your current boss? Hey, you're a candidate at X. You know, and then it's up to the school to decide... Is he really a candidate there? And does it really matter? Should we just go ahead and give him the money and lock him up? What, whatever the case may be. But this was different. This was you. You manipulated a person to, in a way that you just lied. You wrecked his career. Yeah, you just lied. Mm, see, they, people bring up Sokolov. No, it's different. I mean, I'm not going down that road again because it's not worth it emotionally for people. It it it, it just doesn't matter. But. John was more of an example of what you write on a Monday. John wrote that story too strong. Mm-hmm. But he also, the learning lesson for him is that, and the, the part that fans won't get is that this story was never right. He was never on the plane. He didn't parachute out of the plane in yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah. and fly back to Orange County. This wasn't the smoke and mirrors of a guy doesn't take a job till he takes a job. Yeah, this wasn't, because I'm convinced what John wrote on Monday night was right. Yeah. And by Wednesday, it was wrong. Yeah, which happens. That's, that happens. Things change. Um, somebody asked, does deferred money in Major League Baseball have any limit? The answer is no. That Literally zero limit. It is limitless on what you can do down the road. Um, so baseball can't challenge this contract, I guess is what I'm saying. No, it, is, it, is, no, it is valid and correct. They can do it. At this point. So, so. He'll, he'll get all that money. He'll be making, in his late 40s, he'll be making 60-something million dollars a year. Well, you know, well, a lot of it, I too. I have a question. I have a, yeah, sure. This is why we're talking journalism. Why, when we get a a, a, a message... I know. I know. Why would we get a message from in, in the in the football media text? Why does anyone feel compelled to like that? Why, why do you have to... I mean, it's not necessary to like the message. You got it. You don't have to like it. Gosh, that's why I keep me. it silent. I, drives, I, well, I, have, I have the notifications Mine's off on, on silent, too, but it still pops. Oh, no, I've got the notifications oh. turned off oh. on that one. Okay. Yeah, where it doesn't pop up. Drives me nuts. We do because it'll go ding, ding, ding. Like it, yeah. Everybody likes it. Why? Acknowledgement. Well, you don't have to acknowledge it. What's well, like when somebody sends you like a... a you acknowledge few, it by showing up like at the press It's like when somebody sends a really large group text and they go, hey, don't reply. I'm just telling all you people this. And then everybody goes, thanks, thanks, thanks. It's like she literally just said... <laughs> don't reply. Don't reply. <laughs> 
And I've got 300 notifications because you can't stop doing this. I guess it's just kissing ass, or they're excited that there's going to be lunch know. at 1230. It's Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Sandwiches, nuggets. What are we getting? I don't know. I'm, I'm not partaking. I'm, Those little minis. Like I said. Cool wraps or I'm, whatever they're called. I'll come back Salads. and write and catch up a little bit. And Sun joys. I'm good. You good? Yeah. Okay. Just I won't even think about peppermint milkshake. We are in the holidays. How would they keep that cold though? I don't think we're getting peppermint milkshakes. Think so. I think we're just getting sandwiches, or they're getting sandwiches. That's my assumption there to uh, to that one. So that's fine. Mitchell says, "Relax." I'm just, <laughs> I just things bug me. By the way, for all of you who uh, took my, my my Rudy hatred to heart yesterday, I was catching fish in a barrel. At that point, it was it was obvious that was going to uh, incite right. people. It wasn't incorrect because look, you it's can a have movie. a great just because something has a great message doesn't mean it's a great film. Yeah, there are plenty of films out there that have awesome messages where I go, yeah, that's awesome. Sure. I did have a buddy yesterday go, hey, well, you know, over the top is over the top, right? And I'm like, hold on a minute. Um, be nice to Sly. We're not. We're, that's I mean, in the canon. I mean, I like Kevin Costner. It doesn't change the fact that Field of Dreams is a horrible movie. Redemption Bull, is a Bull great Durham movie. is a great movie. Bull Durham's an awesome movie. Awesome movie. Because Rocky's doing the don't give up thing. He's got a dream. and Sure. He, Rocky's a better movie than Rudy. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Rudy four? Good God. Speaking of the Santa Claus, the first one is like, okay. And then after that, Santa Claus two and then Santa Claus three is like, what are you doing? There's a Santa Claus three. I didn't know until the other day. And I watched five minutes of it. I'm like, you watch part of that. I knew there was a second. It was on. And so I just looked at it for five minutes. This is horrible. I, I look, I know we're assholes. Like they bring up like oh. Jack Frost or something. Oh, in there. that's right. It's horrible. I have seen that. Dear God. Look, I, I, I'm admitting this. I know we're all jerks here. It's fine. You guys are too. You're listening to us. I hate the Santa Claus because there are people out there that think the ego's on the name. And I see in normal conversation when people are writing Santa Claus, they write it with an E. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of that dumbass movie that they didn't realize it was a pun and playing off the name. And people just write C L A U S. Right, because part of the deal is there's a clause in the contract. The- no, I think people write Santa Claus with the E now because of that movie. There is a segment of the population that does that. It's probably the same segment of the population that does the apostrophe S on their Christmas cards. By the way, I got your Christmas card. Both you and Jeffrey, I was so proud of you. You did it correctly. Thank you. <laughs> I got Jeffrey's yesterday, too. Because not everybody does it correctly. Yeah. They'll have from the Params, P-A-R-A-H-A-M, apostrophe S. I'm like, so from one of the Params, what? Yeah. They own the, they own. Even that, if you're going to put the apostrophe, you're putting it in the wrong place. Oh, well, that's true. Because it would be from the Params. This is the Params apostrophe Christmas card. Right. That is correct. So many people mess that. Just It's like a part and a part. A part and a part. Just drives me nuts. Yeah. And before you get on me, my father has a doctorate essentially in English. My mother has a master's in English. I grew up in a house where grammar mattered. Grammar got grammar still gets corrected. Judy, get on you. If you mess it up, oh, she really? absolutely, she'll correct you. 
So it's just one of those things. I can't help it. You're, it's ingrained in you at this point. It is. It is what it is. Okay. While we're airing, it, made, it, it 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 fared well for me. It, it it helped me with the ACT quite a bit. I'd say that the English portion of the ACT, I I crushed it. Had I done in science what I did in English, I'd it was have been, math that was my issue. I mean, I, math's not a thing. That's I mean, as everybody's well aware, I think I took college algebra three times. Like it's 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 a bit of a struggle. Um, yeah, I'm okay with math. Science, I, I, science for whatever reason. It but just, it was science reasoning. You were reading and kind of interpreting for that. I was one of those students that if it interested me, okay, I was really good. All if right. it didn't, oh, slog. Yeah, I, mean, I begged the college algebra teacher, like, hey, look, can we just not take my GPA here? Can we figure it out? And basically she goes, hey, you promised to not be an engineer. I swear to God. No, 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 no. It's like, all right, we'll just do the work. We'll figure it out. I'm like, thank you. I, I promise. It's like at one point Caroline was talking about getting into nursing. Yeah. And we were I, – I looked at her before and I said, you're a McCrady. <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? I said – you're not going to want to do that. We don't do biology, chem, chem, chemistry to that level. But we still, that. on one of her visits to Arkansas, we did the nursing school thing because yeah, they have yeah. like a really good nursing school. And within five minutes, she was looking at me like, can we get out of here? And I'm like, I yeah. know, I told you. This is not what we do. We literally slipped out before the end of the thing. Didn't even stay for the presentation. We stayed for part of the presentation. But they were explaining what you do and the stations and stuff. And she looked at me. I was like, I know, I tried to tell you, but this is not our... This is an hour of our lives we can't get back, but there, you learned a lesson here. You are who you are. I mean, they just—that's not your strength. Yeah, that's like a right-handed pitcher going to the mound and going, "I am throwing left-handed today." Well, it's not going to work. I got a thought on that in a second. Uh, first, style assembly uh, on the Square Women's Boutique, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. Huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. It's launched a new online store that's shopstyleassembly.com. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $150. Exclusive discount code RG15 on the website between now and the end of the year for 15% off your purchase. Take care of some Christmas shopping with them. They're a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective and a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. That's shopstyleassembly.com or stop by the store at 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate, the owner, and she will help you out. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You have nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy at Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced lessons to competing in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events, so get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of? Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. So text or call Riverland today at 662 644 
888-382-4297. And are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best. That's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes are missing out on campus events at Ole Miss. College Town Oxford is next door to the Ole Miss campus, offering spacious two, three, four, and five-bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their incredible amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort. So uh, get in touch with them and uh, pick your favorite floor plan. Reserve it today at collegetownoxford.com. Text their VIP list today to become the first to know when they're uh, leasing for fall 2024 is open, 662-300-3733. And uh, I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Art Hayes of Sotheby's International Realty. Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's International Realty to work for you as a licensed agent with Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss. Art can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. Seriously, call and ask Art how. 612-805-5929 or email art at arthur.hayes, H-A-Y-S, at lakesmn.com. By the way, from a uh, retention standpoint, Ole Miss or the Grove Collective announcing that uh, Trey Harris returning for next season and Micah Pettis as well since the last time we uh, we talked to you. Both those were expected. That is not shocks by in, in any way, uh, but nonetheless – Signed, sealed, delivered, dotted line. Really, the only one that we're kind of waiting on is Jared Ivy, right? Yeah, of any major thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think through it because we think Bentley's gone. Pretty sure Bentley's gone. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. Bentley Bentley apparently got a decent NFL grade. Yeah, heard that. Now, what I was going to say about the whole left-handed thing is, and maybe this is just me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like. I don't know. I guess I've been watching Flanagan. Is in baseball, it looks so good coming out of a left-handed person's hand, and the swing is is so whatever. In basketball, I never think a left-handed shot is going in. Oh. A left-handed shot in basketball is uglier than a right-handed shot for some reason because maybe it's just different. But in baseball, like it seems fluid and smooth, and and like it moves more and and whatnot. And maybe that's it. Maybe the spin is a little weirder in basketball, so you think it's not doing what it should be doing. Back in the day, James Harden could make it look pretty with a left okay. hand. But sure, I get your Fair point. Enough. I get I get the point. I don't know. Just Jalen Williams makes it look pretty. I did see where you're pursuing another Jalen Williams. I mean, I just think it's fitting. Auburn has a Jalen Williams. Why do we have so many basketball players named Jalen Williams? I what don't know. What the hell is but going apparently, on? Apparently, if you want your child to be a basketball player, name him Jalen Williams. He's got a one-up right there. It's kind of like from one of our... Favorite movies, author. When Dudley Moore goes, I'm going to name my kid Senator. Give him a head start. Yeah. All I the mean, young people in the thread thinking Russell Brand plays Arthur, probably. Young tykes. <laughs> uh, Wade is going pro, or at least pursuing other opportunities. He's older. He's uh, he's done what he can do in college. He's it's kind of like Chance Campbell. Like That was Chance's deal. A lot of people like look back and said he should have stayed I get that, but Chance, Chance's goal, his aspiration, his dream was to play in the NFL. And at that point, the NFL was an opportunity in front of him, and he was healthy. And that's what he, he and I talked about. It. He was like, you know, if I, if I come back, sure, could I increase my stock? You know, marginally. Could I get hurt? Of course. 
He's like, I should go now. I was like, man, if that's how you feel, you should absolutely go now. I I will discuss this a little bit tomorrow as we close because I don't remember. I want I want to give full credit. And I don't remember the Substack where I saw it. But did you see this? Maybe it was Wetzel or somebody that quote tweeted it about how I thought it was entertaining is a just very casual NBA person, but that the people inside the league see the in season tournament as a failure um, because no. it it was talking about how from an interest and a rating standpoint, they weren't bad, but they were exactly the same as a normal regular season game. And how while fans already were interested, it didn't draw new eyeballs or it didn't really do anything outside. So the money they put in to run it and all the streaming promises and all the things didn't match expectations and projections at that point. I think that's where people like the NBA probably have a really hard time acknowledging the following. You can't compete against the NFL. Mm -hmm. And in November, you can't compete against college football either. Yeah. So if you want to do it, maybe you do it in January. Maybe that's the lesson. I Let us get it, through bowl season. and I thought it was cool, but I think you have to wait till the NFL's not just on everyone's mind. And that's the hey, where the NFL's king is. The, I don't know that it ever goes away, right? The NFL has the playoffs that come up, and we, we will be obsessed with the NFL playoffs. And then they go straight into the draft, yeah. and we're going to do the Caleb Williams and Drake May and, and Jaden Daniels. We're going to do all that for four months. For four months, and then included in that is is free agency, and then you have the the NFL man. They figured it out in many ways. College football's gotten to that place. Well, I was about to tell you, I, I, when I was walking out yesterday, compared to a lot of seasons we've done this because we do podcast three hundred sixty five for the most part. I'm kind of excited because Ole Miss is going to have an awesome season that kind of resembles the NFL. You're building to something. You mm-hmm. have expectations. You're talking about portal and recruiting and what this looks like mm-hmm. and. At least at this point, they've maintained the roster well. They haven't had the three or four big falls where you go, ah, oh, hell, that's a problem. That's going to hit you. No, I think regardless of what happens in the Peach Bowl. and Oh, yeah, whatever. I, I, yeah, I, I think regardless, of, Ole Miss is going to open next season between 8th and 10th. I do. I think they're going to open not like in the late teens or early 20s, but I think they're going to open like 8th, 9th, 10th. Mm-hmm. Where when they do those way too early things, Ole Miss is going to be listed as one of those teams. Yeah. Where they do the, hey, if we use the first poll as the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, Where I think Ole Ole Miss Miss is in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Ole Miss is playing like, yeah, Michigan first round. I think it's that. I mean, I. And you have a schedule where you play. It's a bad thing overall, but you have four non conferences to start your season. You're four and oh, five and oh, before you ever really start the season. Yeah. I mean,. It's hard to. It's almost impossible to do the W's and L's right now because you're like, I don't know who's going to play for who, right? But in theory, you're six and zero. Oh yeah, before I mean, it gets going, you look at it and you go, in, I mean, it's ten and two. Kentucky at home at South Carolina, the two games that you have to show up and play. Mm-hmm. Sure, you're going to go to Wake and win. Yeah, and then you got three other games. You don't, don't play Bama. You don't play A and M. Don't play Auburn. Don't have a weird yeah. Jordan Jordan Hare thing. You don't play Texas. Mm-hmm. You get Oklahoma at home. Hell, you get Georgia at home. Uh, by the way, to close, I know a lot of Ole Miss people were at least curious about this, even though we had a thousand offers. Uh, Memphis has uh, gotten Quan Tomlin, the Kansas State transfer. Yeah. So just the one other note from yesterday. He could have gone a lot of places. He had literally 40 offers within a day. Yeah. So 
That was going to be tough sledding. I was just giving you a... Yeah, <laughs> Memphis just had an in on that. And once they got him, they weren't letting him leave yesterday without... I mean, look, Penny got over his toothache. They they go to College Station, win a game, pick up a player. Hey, looking up for guys there in the, well, in the look, Mid-South. As much as it's antithetical to the way that you think as a fan, you kind of want Memphis to go dominate their league now. Oh, you're a UCF fan. Go win some of those Big 12 games on oh, that weird schedule. No doubt. Every time UCF wins a game, you should go, thank you. Yeah. Find a way to be 63 in the net, UCF. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, that's you want some of those teams that you beat early to go win their leagues. Mm-hmm. You're, but as much as you're tempted to cheer against Memphis because you shouldn't. Frankly, you'd love for Memphis to end up being like a 11 net where you're like, that's, that's a feather in the cap. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, the committee just is going to look at it and go, quad one wins. Yep. Quad two wins. Mm-hmm. And to get a quad one home win, you need Memphis to be very good because the home road thing is way different there at that point. So, anyway, a little more NBA tomorrow, some NFL. We'll uh, talk about whatever Gary Stoken and Keith Carter and Lane Kiffin say during a uh, press conference today as well where they all celebrate the Peach Bowl, have some Chick-fil-A, and we move on with our uh, with our afternoon. So, take care. Appreciate everybody in the stream, as always, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.